Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. I'm so very glad that I can continue today on this two-part series on our anchor in the storm. I want to encourage you, if you haven't listened to part one, to also listen to part one, because there are some very powerful points there that I believe that will help you also to understand more of part two. But we went to Hebrews chapter six, and I want to go there right now, verse 19 and 20, and read it out of the Amplified Bible. This hope, this confident assurance we have as an anchor of the soul, it cannot slip and it cannot break down under whatever pressure bears upon it. A safe and steadfast hope that enters within the veil of the heavenly temple, that most holy place in which the very presence of God dwells, where Jesus has entered in advance as a forerunner for us, having become a high priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. It's a powerful scripture, and of course, we could have a real study on this word, and that would maybe bring you to a different kind of message that I would bring today. But I just want to bring a message today about the storms in our life. There are so many people in a storm today. I believe this is a very appropriate sermon for this time. But I honestly will say also to you that even in a hundred years, if Jesus has not returned yet, this sermon will still be as powerful and still be the same and usable as it is this very day, because it was also a hundred years ago, the very sermon that you could use, that we have a anchor. And I want to talk about that anchor. Jesus is our anchor. All the word and the word that has become flesh is our anchor. And the word of God, the Bible, is our anchor. I believe in one way these are two separate things. I understand also if you would go into a study of these verses. But on the other hand, you cannot separate Jesus of the written word. And you cannot separate the written word from Jesus. They were one and the same. And the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, they are one and the same. And yet there are distinct things, I understand but yet they are one and the same. And today, I want to tell you, the Word of God, it will stand forever. The written Word will stand. All the Word, Jesus, that has become flesh and that has died but rose and lives forevermore, He will be the same forever. We have talked about how different storms can come into our life in part one. In part two, I would like to begin with What is God's purpose with the storm? Now, be it that the storm was brought in your life by your own doing, or maybe by others, or the devil, or God himself allowed you to come into a storm or brought a storm in your life. Let's not linger on who brought it at this moment, but let's go to this thought today. What God can do during a storm, no matter where the storm came from, The devil can put a stumbling block before you, but God is able to make it a stepping stone and bring you higher. So whatever or whoever, whatever is the reason, whoever is the reason that you are in a storm today, God can use this storm in your life to bring something good, 
to bring something positive, to make it worthwhile, to make it something that will bless you and bring blessings into your life. And so what purpose can God have during a storm in our life? Well, number one, I believe it is to draw our attention. There are some times that God just cannot get our attention. We are so busy, or sometimes we are so busy trying to save ourselves. Sometimes we are so busy with the things of life, be it good things or amusement or just necessities of life, you know, just trying to keep the family going, to bring the money to pay the bills, to bring your children to school, put them in bath, make them to do their homework, feed them. So many things in our life can keep us so busy that we have no more opening or opportunity that we give for God to speak and to minister to us. Nothing brings things in perspective as a storm can bring things in perspective in our life. We thought all these things were so important, but when you are in the midst of a heavy storm, I tell you, many things that were so important are not important at all anymore. And things go back to the bare necessity. Oh, things go back to the simple things. And when we come to that moment when all other things fade away or fade out of our view, God comes back into perspective and into view. So God draws our attention during a storm. It's during a storm that we go to our knees and pray in the prayer closet. Oh, every day we say, I must pray. Oh, I must pray. Oh, tomorrow. Oh, next week, I must pray. I must pray. But when the storm is there, we get on our knees and we pray. Another thing that can happen when we are in a storm is that God can deal with a certain sin in our life. Certain sins in our life can just kind of linger there. And we know we must get rid of it. We know we must change our habits We must change our way of thinking, walking, acting. But on the other hand, well, is it so important? There are other things that are more important, more demanding. But for God, sometimes there can be something in our life and he wants to deal with it. He wants to remove it out of our life because he knows it's standing in the way. It's keeping a blessing from coming into our life. It's keeping us from coming to a certain point of maturity or a certain point of ministry or a certain way that he can use us. It's just that sin, that little sin or big sin can stand in the way and he wants to remove it. He wants to deal with it. And it's during a storm that we are brought to discern ourselves, that we start to pray, Lord, am I in this storm because of something that I'm doing wrong? What is happening Is there something you're trying to reveal to me? And as we become more and more searching into our own heart, God will be able to reveal something and he will help us to deal with it, you know, to get rid of it so that blessings can flow and that he can use us. It never starts with a heavy storm. Sometimes we think, oh Lord, was it necessary to bring such a heavy storm in my life to deal with this certain thing in my life? The Lord will say, no, it was not necessary. It was not my choice, but you let it come this far. I started with a little breeze, 
but you wouldn't listen. I tuned it up a little bit, and it became a little bit heavier, but you didn't listen to me. And I brought the reins, but you didn't listen to me. Oh, I had to send a hurricane before you would finally come to the point that you would listen to me and deal with this thing that I want to get rid of out of your life. Another thing, point number three, is that he wants us to let go of something. He wants us to release something into his hand, something that we are holding in our hand and that we have a grip upon it. And the Lord is saying, let it go, let it go. Oh, that very famous song of Disney singing, let it go, let it go, let it go. Yes, sometimes we know we must let something go. Maybe it's anger, bitterness, unforgiveness. Maybe it's hurts, pains, disappointments. I don't know what it can be in our life or what it is in your life at this moment. It can be a variety of things, but it's something that God says, come on, oh, give it to me. It's hurting you. It's destroying you. It's putting something upon your life as a heavy weight. It's keeping you down. I want you to be released of that. So let it go. But we we're holding on to it and we're saying, Lord, oh, take it away. Take it away out of my life. But yet we are holding on to it. And the Lord says, I want to take it away, but you got to release it. You got to let your grip go. You got to give it to me. Well, a storm can do just that. When we go into a storm and we are just being tossed to and fro and we're spinning around, you lose your grip on all these things that were so big in your life that you thought you could never let go. But now in the storm, oh, it's just ripped out of your hands. And to be honest, at the end, you will say, thank God, that storm was the very thing I needed to let go of that very thing that I thought I could never let go of. Another thing God can achieve during a storm is that he can change us into the image of Christ. He wants to change us. And I know we want to be changed. We want to change into the image of Christ. We want to be more like Jesus. We want to love like Jesus. We want to encourage like Jesus. We want to bless like Jesus. We want to forgive like Jesus. We want to be positive like Jesus. We want to show mercy like Jesus. We want to talk good things like Jesus. We want to think good thoughts like Jesus. Yes, we want to be like Jesus, but sometimes it's so difficult. (laughs) We try it with all our effort, and again and again and again we say, Lord, forgive me that I wasn't like Jesus today, but tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow I will be more like him and do my best again. But the storm the storm can bring a change in our life. Things that are just unchangeable in your character and nature, that storm can bring the very change that you are desiring and asking of God. Yes, (laughs) it makes me laugh a little bit because we pray sometimes and sometimes we don't know what we're praying for. We are praying, Lord, change me, Lord, change me. And then the Lord brings a storm to change us. And we're saying, Lord, Lord, this storm, oh, get it out of my life. Get rid of it. Lord, what are you doing with this storm in my life? But, you know, it was the very thing that we prayed for. We said, Lord, change me. And the Lord knew that only a storm in our life would be able to bring that change that we are longing for, that he is longing for, for us to resemble Christ even more. Another thing 
that the storm can do is it equips us. It trains us to be able to do the work. Why was the bear there and the lion in the life of young David? It was to train him, to equip him, to make him ready to fight Goliath. And the storm is used by God to train us. In the storm, we grow. In the storm, our faith grows. In the storm, we mature. And it equips us in the things of God that we can move forward. So the question today is, you are in a storm. What can God do during this storm in your life? Can he change you according to his image? Is he trying to get your attention? Is he trying to deal with a certain sin in your life? Is he trying to change you according to the image of his son? Is he trying to get you to release something? Or is he equipping you and training you in this time, this season of this storm? If you know that God is seeking your attention, say to the Lord today, Lord, you have my attention. You have my attention. Lord, what do you want to speak to me? What do you want to say to me today? Is it something that you need to release unto him? And many times as you are listening to this sermon, you know exactly what it is that God is telling you and say, oh, my son, my daughter, do you hear my servant speaking? You know exactly what is in your life that I'm trying to help you to get rid of. Oh, is he trying to change you? Pray according to whatever God is leading you into this storm. So as you are in your storm, Seek what God is telling you, what he's trying to do and accomplish during the storm. Because once God accomplishes what he wants to accomplish through the storm, the storm can disappear. Sometimes the storm goes on for years and years because we are just not grasping the very thing that he is trying to accomplish. We are seeing this. We are seeing that. We are praying for thus. We are praying so. But God is trying to accomplish a very specific purpose And the sooner we find out what that purpose is and that we move in that, the quicker that storm can come behind us. Well, a storm, it can destroy you, but a storm can also build you. A storm can give you strength, can give you wisdom, understanding, knowledge, commitment, faith, peace, and joy. All these things can become yours during the storms as the Lord is with you in this storm and helping you in this storm and accomplishing his purpose in this storm. And everything has to do with your reaction upon the storm. How are you reacting to this storm? When the storm came into your life or the storm that is so heavy in your life right now, are you arguing with God? Are you fighting God? Are you angry at God? Are you just lingering at that question, Lord, why? Lord, why? Lord, this is not honest. Lord, this is not fair. This is not fair to me. Oh, are you complaining? Are you saying, Lord, I don't deserve this. Lord, I don't deserve this. Or are you not thinking of God at all? And you're just running to friends, running to neighbors, running to doctors, running to medicine, running to, I don't know what kind of expert or what kind of bank you're running to, but you're running to all these human solutions and you're not running to God. Well, I want to tell you and encourage you, what is your reaction? Let your reaction be that you go to the Lord himself. Jesus said from now on, 
You can pray directly to the Father. Hallelujah. In his name, in my name, Jesus said, you can come directly into the throne room of grace and you can appear boldly before the throne of God and you can make your petitions known. So the whole question when the storm comes into your life is, how is your reaction? And that reaction has to do with what is your image of God? How do you see God? What is your mindset of the Lord? Do you see him as someone who is hard, someone who has no love, who is not friendly, or who is just waiting to uh, to kill you or to hurt you or to discipline you? Do you see God as an angry old man sitting in heaven, all oh, grumpy old man waiting to bring something evil in your life? Or do you see him as the loving father who is there with open arms, who is friendly, who has purpose and a plan with your life, who is longing to help you, to bless you, to use you, to minister to you. How do you see God in the midst of your storm? Is it a refuge? Is it a place that you run to and say, Lord, oh, Papa, Papa, here I am, my heavenly Father. Oh, help me, my dear God. I know that you are with me in this storm. I know you will use this storm. I know you have a purpose with this storm. I know you will use it to uplift me, to bless me, to bring me out victorious, to equip me, to train me, to make me stronger, that my faith will grow, oh, that my love will grow, that you will be able to use me even more. Oh, Father, I thank you for this storm, that I am in the midst of this storm tied to the anchor, the immutable anchor, Christ, the immutable anchor, the word of God. I'm anchored in you, in the heavenly of heavenlies, the holy of holies. I am there and I'm just holding on to you. And I know that you are holding on to me. Oh, I see in your word that you have written down who you are, how you think, how you work. Oh, I see there what you are saying. And in the midst of the storm, there are people, and I want to close with this. I want to encourage you, read the word. Don't put the Bible next to your bed and think that it will transfer into your mind by Bluetooth. It just doesn't work that way. You need to open it. You need to read it. You will find out who God is. You will find out what his plan and his purpose is. You will find out what he is saying in the midst of the storm, what he's trying to accomplish in the storm. He will reveal himself. He will speak through you through the son, Jesus Christ. And as you have that image of him, that he is in your life, that he is working in your life, that he uh, will work with all things surrounding your life. And he will make them all work together for your good, that he will accomplish the very purpose he has for your life. And nobody will prevail against you. No demonic force, even the devil himself will fail. Every stronghold of the enemy will fall down. Oh, because God, the great conqueror, Jesus Christ is with you. And he is the one that broke the works of the enemy. Oh, let us pray right now. And I want to pray for you right now that you will not complain or be disappointed or be angry. And in that way, shut out the Lord out of your life in this very hour of your need. He is there with you in the storm. He can use that storm. He will use that storm for something positive, 
for something good to happen in your life. And it will bring a change, a necessary change, and it will bring blessings. And even if the devil brought that storm to destroy you, God will turn it around and use it to lift you higher and to bless you. Just read the Bible. Find out how he works. Find out what he is able to do. Find out what he is saying to you and know that he is with you right now. Heavenly Father, I'm so very thankful. I can pray for my listeners right now. And Lord, as they stretch their hand out to you or lay it upon their hearts, and I touch the microphone here in the studio, I am praying for them that there will be a point of contact as we call upon your name right now. Lord, that you will flow through their mind, flow through their spirit man, their inner man, flow through their body with healing, with deliverance, that you will flow through them with your Holy Spirit, with courage and with love, Lord. I thank you. You have a purpose and a plan with their life. I thank you that no storm can alter your plans. No demon can alter your plans. The devil himself cannot alter your plan. Jesus, you had victory over the devil and you broke the works of the enemy. Every stronghold in the name of Jesus will come down, and Lord, this storm will not break us. This storm will not bring us down. This storm will not destroy us or steal our joy, the joy that you put in our hearts. It will not steal the blessings that you gave to us, but Lord, you will make this storm work for my good. You will use it to bring a change in my life. You will use it to help me to release things that I couldn't let go of. You will help me through this storm that things in my nature will change. Lord, you will use this storm that you will lift me higher. You will equip me. You will strengthen me. You will strengthen my faith. You will enlarge my love, Lord, the love that you poured out in my heart. Lord, this will make me more usable in your kingdom. You will use this storm to make me more usable in your kingdom. Oh, Lord, you will use this storm to bless me, my family, my church, the ministry, even in society, you will use this storm, Lord, that you will have your way and that you will show yourself and show your mighty love, show your mighty arm of power, show that you are the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And I'm thankful, Father, that in the midst of the storm, we will not lose our way. We will not lose our course because we are tied to the anchor, your word, we are tied to Jesus. Jesus is the immutable rock, and we will keep standing. We are tied to the anchor, and that's, Lord, why this storm, it will pass away, and we will stay and remain on course because we are tied to the anchor. We are tied to Jesus and to your written word. Thank you, Lord, that you will bless us today. Bless my listeners in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 